This is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. One of my biggest challenges is the experience of being on an airplane to go on holiday for business, whatever it is. The process of going to the airport, being in a plane, that experience, those challenges that comes to me as someone who is deaf and for other people who are in different level of you know, deafness, whether severe or you know, mild, everyone has their own challenges. My challenges, you know, is, is also quite difficult and I never really enjoy that process. It's exciting when you go on a holiday, you know, the process, the, the whole thing about, yes, the journey starts now when you leave the house. But I knew that I just have to go through that experience and uh, it's not always fun for me. Immediately when you get to the airport, you know, you may have some challenges there. When you have the bigger, the modern airport, they have the technology where you can self-check in and drop in your suitcase very quickly. That process actually makes it quite quickly, quite smooth for me because you don't have to, you know, kind of deal with the staff. Now, no offense to them. It's not that I don't want to deal with them, but it's just the whole communication is a bit of a barrier for me sometimes. And as someone who is only learning sign language at the moment, I have a good reason to believe that most staff in an airport does not know sign language anyway, so what's the point? But maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. And that process is fine. When you go to the machine and you actually check in and get your ticket yourself, I don't have a problem with that. After that, you get through the security and it's always an interesting one for me when you go through the security because the x-ray scanning machine thing, when you go through it, it beeps if you have something. But... Every time I walk through there, whether I have something or not that alerts the machine and alerts the staff, I never ever know if there was an alert. I just keep on walking past. Now, there were a rare occasions where I had something in my pocket. It may have been keys or coins or whatever. I forgot to take it out and put it in the x-ray machine. So I walk through the x-ray scanning thing that you have to walk through. And... There was a, an alert or something, but I can't hear it. So I just keep on walking. And that makes people nervous. And I'm not going to even bring up the whole ethnicity side of it, you know. I'm going to ignore that part. But if you're going to walk through that and then you ignore the beep and you keep on walking past the staff, then they get a bit nervous. They get a bit twitchy about it. So there were times where they had to actually literally put their hands up and put it across, to block my way kind of thing. Because I had no idea that the machine alerted something and, you know, I just keep on walking past. And this is with or without hearing it. It doesn't always alert me at all. So that is probably the one of the bigger challenges because people get nervous, you know, if, at the airport if there is a small security issue. It is small. It's not, I just had keys in my pocket. But anyway, you get through that process. And then you get through the departure lounge and uh, for me, I need to be near a, you know, the screen where they show all the departure times and gates and stuff like that. These screens are so important to me because the tannoy 
may as well be in another language for me. I can't hear anything when the Tannoy comes. Okay, I can hear it, but it just sounds like a lot of mumbling to me. It just, just mumbling. It sounds like nothing to me. I can't even guess what is it about. So, wherever I go, after you do your shopping, you, you eat your food, you, you know, you then you want to sit down. But I need to be at close range to the screen so I can keep an eye on the gate number. And that, again, applies to when you arrive at the gate. Sometimes you say, you know, you have to double check, yep, this is for this flight, this destination. And you wait for that now boarding message to appear. Because, again, the staff will depend on the tannoy as well to make an announcement to say, we are now boarding. The problem is then, during that situation is, they say, we are now boarding for people in seat this section until this section. Or people who have some kind of mobility issues. Or people with children. You know, they do those announcements as well. I have no idea. When is it said, I just tend to ignore it because I am not going to able to hear it. So I don't have children. That's fine. I can get an idea when I see loads of people with, you know, children and prams and strollers and they go through. Then I get an idea. What is it for? But when it's for the general boarding and they ask for certain rows of people then that's kind of caused confusion for me because that that doesn't tend to appear on the screen at all so the solution for me is to be close to the desk to see if I can lip read from afar but that's not always possible and uh, just hope for the best that's what it is hope for the best now I know I, I will get on a plane eventually you know we will get a print on a plane if you have a ticket you have a seat more often than not, you will get on a plane, fine. But for me, sometimes, you know, you just want to make sure that you have space to store your cabin luggage. And you just want that near you. And that's always a, an interesting experience. But anyway, let's just say, somehow, I managed to get through that. You get on a plane, and uh, you greet the staff on the plane, the steward and the stewardess. And uh, then, you know, it's not too bad for me, but... Obviously, the airplane, the engine is on, so you can, there is a background noise around. The people, you know, going through and just pushing through and trying to get ready and get settled in their seats. So there is a level of background noise where if I talk to anyone in the staff, then it's not too bad, but it just depends on the noise. But when it comes to the tannoy of the airplane, when it comes to, obviously, they do their, you know, safety demonstration you know life jacket and all these things then that's another situation so after obviously i have to either read the information or watch them but if they announce anything then that's just nothing i, I i'm not even comprehend you know able to understand anything on that so i just kind of have to really just ignore that which is a problem because if there was an emergency if there were a delay if there was some kind of Situation where, for example, they have to, you know, divert the route that they're going to to go to another airport for whatever the reason, because that does happen. But I will never be able to know that. I will never be able to know in the tunnel. So I will have to see if I can either speak to the person beside me, which, let's face it, if you're traveling alone, don't really want to do that. Or you have to kind of, you know, talk to the uh, the staff and see if you can talk to them. But that is one of the bigger challenges for me.
Now, depending on where you're sitting, if you're sitting beside the window, then, you know, you're a bit further away from the air steward and the stewardess. If you're on the aisle seat, it's still a challenge because once the plane is on the air, once the engine starts going, and it's like being in a car for me, that is somewhere where if I feel like, right, I'm in my own world now where I can't communicate with anyone. It's a huge, huge challenge when you're trying to you know, understand what they're saying or when the plane is in the air. It's a huge challenge when they're trying to say to you, do you want the chicken or the beef? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. It's a huge challenge when they ask you, would you like anything? I don't know what you're asking me. Are you asking me to, you know, give me peanuts or are you offering me a drink? I don't know what you're saying. I just have to guess by looking at the trolley. It's a huge challenge for me. The communication issue for me is there and it has always been a entire my entire life and it will probably get worse over time and again hearing it will not fix that you know problem at all so it's always an issue for me with that and uh, the it's a strain i have to focus extremely hard try to lip read try to be closer to them if possible but that's not always possible if i was traveling with someone that i know friend or my wife or friend you know family member then i depend on them to kind of either pass on the message for me or they can pass it on to me because they are right beside me and I can just look at them and you know lip read them but apart from that there is very little that I can do and probably very little that they can do as well apart from literally looking at me face to face and speak slowly speak at a decent volume because that is the one thing I can never understand is how can people have a normal conversation you know, with that normal volume on an airplane. That blows my mind, just like in a car. I don't know how people do that. But anyway, big challenge. The other thing I really get frustrated with is when you get settled down and you use the uh, on-flight entertainment system, you have your screen in front of you to watch movies or programs and whatever. I got really frustrated when I get... One, I get excited by, oh, I want to watch that film. But then you realize there are no captions, in English anyway, there are no captions for it. And I get so frustrated. It's really just get me frustrated because I feel like, right, what do I do now? I may have to watch something that I don't want to watch or I just have to try to listen to it. But for me, if I put the headphones on, again, it may as well be in a silence. It may as well be in another language. I cannot work out what's going on. It's actually even worse than in the cinema for me. I need the captions. So when the online you know, on, on-flight system does not have cap- captions for the movie that I want to watch, I get frustrated. And then when you watch your, you know, maybe you want to watch your second option or third option or your fourth option and none of them provide captions, then you realize you're in for a long journey. And then it's going to be so boring. And I don't understand that. I just don't know why is it so hard for them to do that. I just don't get it. Because surely it's not just me who needs that. Anybody would you know would need that. It's just an easier experience if you have captions. And uh, I've, I've complained a few times about that. But whether anything's going to be done about that, who knows. But that is one of my biggest frustrations as well. Especially on those long haul flights. You want to read books now and then, you want to maybe have a, a sleep now and then, but you also want to watch something. 
on the screen, but that's not an option for me sometimes. I should also point out that for me to have a conversation with my fellow passengers, strangers or not strangers, it's also very challenging for me. It's almost like being in a car, maybe sometimes worse than being in a car. Having a conversation for me in an airplane is just not possible. So again, I just be in my own words, my own bubble. And uh, if anything, I try to not have conversation with anybody, but it's not possible. But this is why, you know, you want these, you know, on-flight entertainment system or whatever to work so that you can pass the time if you can't have conversation. But unfortunately, that's not always possible. After that, you know, you hopefully everything goes smoothly in the journey. Like I said, if there are no diversion, if there are no emergency, if there are no situation where it kind of changes the journey for me, okay, we land... You know, you wait for the seatbelt sign to come off and whatever, and uh, you get through. And really, the, the final process for me is just making sure that you get through the immigration fine. And it's just about, again, making sure that you don't really need to communicate with them that much with the police or the immigration officer behind the screen, behind the glass in their booth. You know, if you don't need to talk to them, fine, smooth process, you go through, that's it. But then if you do need to talk to them, that's a bit of a challenge because, again, if you are not able to answer, you, you're acting all nervous or whatever, they get nervous. And hopefully when you get through, again, you depend on the screen to know which which carousel will bring out your suitcase, which when you go to, that is, you know, makes it easier as well. Because there are airports out there that doesn't do that. You know, so I have been to airports where you have no idea which of the belt, the luggage belt will come out at all with your suitcase. You just have to guess or you have to follow the fellow passengers that you recognize. So it's not fun. But anyway, hopefully you get your suitcase, you get through customs and you're out of an airport and then you can continue your journey. My experience is different than everyone else and I know there are people out there who have much more challenging than me, especially those who depend on sign language. Because I've seen stories and situations where they are not able to communicate with the staff. The staff get frustrated and then the staff calls the police on them. That happens. Which is bizarre for me. I do not understand that. And I'll, I'll put it in the show note. You can check out these stories. They do exist. They do happen. And there, were, there was another situation where if you don't know Niall DiMarco, he is one of the you know, maybe one of the main face of the deaf community. He is, um, he signs in American Sign Language. He is, again, prominent in the deaf community. He has shared his own story where when he told the um, airline, Delta Airline, I believe, where, you know, he told them that he's deaf. So there are certain accessibility and communication barriers that would be happening. And Delta Airline, apparently... At the end of a journey, they were waiting for him and they have provided him with a wheelchair. Yeah, a wheelchair. He's deaf. He doesn't need a wheelchair. He never asked for a wheelchair either. But that is another thing I can't understand. At what point do you think that that person needs a wheelchair? Because he said he is deaf. And if you ever see what Nardi Marco looked like, he is athletic, 
he is you know very well look you know looks after his himself his body he is um toned he is he he looks after himself very well and he has absolutely no problem with his mobility it just he is deaf so he shared a tweet about that he shared um you know a video of that as well and i'll i'll put that in the show notes so you can look at it as well and uh, he said it himself he said you should have looked you should have seen the look on the guy's face. He knew Delta made a mistake. And the guy he's talking about is the person with the wheelchair. Anyway, it's just bizarre when that happens. So, like I said, everyone has their own experience. And some has it more challenging than I do. But I have my own story. And I hope you can understand that and appreciate that. So, that's all I want to say really. It's just that this is my story. And uh, who knows what's going to happen in the future in terms of technology, accessibility, deaf awareness. I have no idea. Maybe it will become easier for me. I don't know. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope you get an understanding of what it is like for me and for other people when they go to the airport and be on a plane. It's not always a fun experience for our own reason. Let me know what you think about this story and uh, just get in touch with me in on the website, on social media. Just get in touch with me and uh, I'm curious to know what you think about this story and whether you have your own experience quite similar to mine or not. I'm very curious to know. In the meantime, I would really appreciate it if you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Hear Me Out CC on iTunes. Leave a review if you find it really useful as well. In the meantime, I will speak to you soon again. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com. 